Welcome to Extinction TV. When we look back at the last century of man's existence on the planet, we cut you now to a congressional hearing already in progress, May 2020. On the stand is Dr. Rick Bright. Consciously and not have any hope or knowledge that we know everything about this virus. Dr. Bright, I want to end by quoting your testimony, quote, without clear planning and implementation of the steps that I and other experts have outlined, 2020 will be the darkest winter in modern history. Yes or no, do you believe this administration is doing everything it can to prevent the darkest winter, and what more should they be doing? I believe there's a lot of work that we still need to do, and I think we need still, I don't think, I know, we need still a comprehensive plan. That's uh, Dr. Bright, who's a controversial, uh, controversial figure, is a whistleblower, but he's giving us some solid science on our lack of preparation during the current pandemic and the future of our lack of preparation on the uh, future pandemic that might happen uh, in the next few months, and he's predicting a terrible winter. And this is just a prediction. It can, of course, be changed. But some uh, pretty uh, tough talk, uh, matter-of-fact talk, common-sense talk. And what I want to explore is the congressional doofus who follows this talk, trying to then break down this brave individual. Um, so let's hear a little bit about Mark Bright continuing to talk and then a very narcissistic idiot named uh, Mark Wayne Mullen. A pleasure to recognize the gentleman from Oklahoma, uh, Mr. Mullen, for his five minutes of questions. Thank you, Madam Chair, and I'd be remiss not to thank you for your continued prayers for my son. Uh, it's very kind of you, and I, I really appreciate it. First, uh, celebrates his child, um, which is what narcissistic people tend to do sometimes. Uh, their child is their own vehicle for talking about themselves, and then he proceeds to try and break apart the doctor. So um, let's get into that. Um, Dr. Bright, you're here on your own time as an individual, is that correct? Yes. Uh, where are you currently employed? So this is uh, literally going to be his line of questioning to try and determine whether or not uh, Mark Bright has a job, if he's being paid, and uh, how much he's being paid under oath, tell everyone how much you're being paid, and a bunch of other stuff. And then he'll dovetail into asking him about his anxiety and whether or not he has insomnia or other kinds of stuff. And I was just disgusted at this uh, guy for asking this. This is what you say to somebody who's just said that we're going to have the worst winner in modern history. You want to you wanna take it as a mixed martial arts opportunity to take, to take him down. You are not serving your uh, state in any capacity. You're not helping anybody. You are wasting the time, and I just was disgusted with it. So uh, here we go. Let's just uh, launch into the segment on my disappointment with Mark Wayne Mullen. I've been on sick leave since I was pushed out of my position at Barda. Sick leave for, for what? For a very high blood pressure, and I've been under treatment for my position. For hypertension? A, for hypertension, sir, yes. So you're on medical leave? I've been on medical leave this week, however, I transitioned from that medical leave to annual leave so I can manage this. I'm what is annual leave? Others. What do you mean? You're it's vacation time. So, so my, you're on vacation time right now? I'm on vacation Did you time. inform your supervisors about you coming here today or did you need to do that? 
I have informed them about my leave status, and I've had a conversation with them last night. So you transferred from medical leave to vacation this week, or does it start next week? This is the line of questioning you use after a fucking scientist tells you the world is going to explode. You ask him about his anxiety and threaten his paycheck, even implicitly. I had a conversation with my physician about my hypertension and how we've been managing it over the last three weeks because this has been very stressful to be removed suddenly without explanation from my role and position. It's a life change for me. And my physician has been working very closely with me to manage my hypertension mm -hmm. and, and stress. And the conversation I had with him last night indicated I, I guess I'm kind of confused there because you say you have hypertension, but yet you were able to do these interviews, you're able to make the report, and you're able to prepare for this hearing. Yet you, you're too sick to go into work, but you're well enough to come here. While you're still getting paid from the United States government, is that correct? Hey, uh, Representative Mullen, fuck you for your damage to the process of conversation and fuck you some more. Your beard looks stupid too. You did a good job on shaving your forehead though. I don't see any hair. But the attempted work on cleaning up your neck hair exposes your Frankenstein bolts. I'm calling you a dumbass, and I know you're gonna listen to this because you're so fucking vain. I guess it's take it personally. I see somebody who I might suffer the problems from in the same circumstance, and I give him so much credit. You know, it's like, you're one of my own, man. I, I, I hear you, I hear you. I can see how you would like manage that. Show up and do it, and then have to deal with those questions. And just know that they're gonna throw every you know nail at you and just walk through it. This, uh, this one cell idiot from Oklahoma should be voted out. I hope Oklahoma feels as appropriate, you know? The misuse of his role, you know? Can you think about reasonable questions? Like, doctor, I represent Oklahoma. What do they need to know? Now that I have five minutes of your attention. He doesn't do that. He let everybody in Oklahoma down. So, uh, he's also a uh, cage fighter, I think. And I uh, just want to say I prefer uh, cage-free eggs. <laughs> I suppose it seems like you're very tough. Uh, the way you tried to emotionally break down an obviously intimidated, nervous person whose actions might might ultimately, regardless of your attempts, save millions of lives. You have made no point. So, uh, nice job, bro. I would, um, I hope you looked in the mirror when you jacked off to the memory of that the following morning, or maybe even you know the minute you got home. Hope you looked in the mirror when you jacked off to the memory of that. That one artery that provides the teaspoon of blood in your head get all poppy. I bet it flexed. I bet it flexed, bro. Hardcore flexed. Just like you flexing so tough on the world stage, pounding down a doctor who got fired by the Trump administration for caring about fucking government's weak nuts response to this pandemic. And you want to have your moment where you're the girl on top of the cake. 
So to make this right, I thought I'd use electronics to shrink Mullen's testicles and match them to the size of his brain. <laughs> Put, and I thought I'd push a few Moses buttons on Dr. Bright and appropriately make the towering voice of reason he should have been, which would have been respected by the entire room. Because that was an incredible misuse of Oklahoma or the world to see that guy talking. So I can only make fun of you with pitch shifters and some vibrato. But, you know, that's fine. Enjoy your roast. Let's hear a sound-corrected version of that, of this exchange now, which I'm providing in full length on as side A of this week's audio set. Yeah, she's 
you're too sick to go into work, but you're well enough to come here while you're still getting paid from the United States government. Is that correct? Sir, I've been under medical leave until... Well, I get that, but if you've been under medical leave too sick to do that, but yet you can prepare for, for a two-hour hearing, I just, just have a hard time tracking that. I, I have... I have a hard time understanding that. And if you and if you have hypertension, you're too sick to go to NIH. But yet you're but you didn't ever experience that in Barda, right? You never had issues in Barda. With hypertension. Yeah, the level of stress that we remember from my position while I was in Barda, so this has been very stressful. And my position. I know. I, 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 I get that people handle pressure. People handle pressure quite different. But as the director of Barda, I feel like I feel like you're quite a bit of stressful position when you're trying to manage. Thank you. 